Hi there, it's Jolene with Ghost Towns and History of Montana. Thanks for joining us again. I've got a Christmas story for you this time. This one is called Minor Bob's Gift. It was Christmas in a mining camp in the Rocky Mountains 40 years ago. There were many men, but only one little girl. She was sitting in front of a fireplace, which occupied one whole end of the best cabin in camp. Her seat was a flat piece of pine log. Lying close to her was a big St. Bernard dog. Minor Bob says that Santa Claus comes down the chimney, but now Rover, we know better than that. She took hold of the dog's collar and turned his head toward the fireplace. Even if he should get down the chimney, he'd be burned up. He could not bring anything with him without getting it black and dirty. I'll put the fire out tonight with that pail of water. Rover got up and took a lap or two and then came back and waited for the rest of the story. She continued, But I don't believe any Santa Claus will come way out here where there is only you and me. Here she stooped and whispered in the dog's ear. We'll leave the window open, of course. Rover, I don't mind telling you why I'm so anxious for Santa Claus not to come down that chimney. You see, I want a doll. Minor Bob says that Santa Claus brings you what you wish for. I never saw real dolls, but they must be beautiful things. This picture I cut out of a magazine is a doll, so Minor Bob says... Phew! It mustn't come down the chimney, Rover. It mustn't. In a few minutes, the dog and the little girl were both fast asleep. This time, the child's head was pillowed on Rover's shaggy coat, and in her hand, she tightly held an advertisement of Christmas toys. Two men, sitting at a pine table in the other end of the cabin, were talking in a low, mysterious manner. We are almost out of food, you know, said one. Only five potatoes left. We paid a hundred dollars to the last stick, but we could not get another stick for love or money. We have been snowed in now for three months, and we've got to count on four weeks more before there is any hope of getting out of here. Yes, I know it, replied his companion, but I'm going to do it just the same. You know the boss's orders, spoke up the first man, who was Minor Bob. We'll catch it if we disobey, especially when starvation is staring us in the face. I can't help it, was the reply. Put it all on me. I'll stand the blame. The men drew their chairs closer together, and there they worked for several hours, stopping just long enough to lift the little girl from the floor to her cot, where she went on dreaming of Santa Claus and the beautiful doll. It was a bitter cold night, a regular blizzard. Several miners lost their way going from one camp to the other and were frozen to death. Animals that failed to get under shelter were found dead the next morning. The little girl remembers no more of that most terrible storm in the history of the camp. But next morning she was awakened early by her father, trying to close a broken window. He said it had been crushed in by the storm, but the little girl said, No, Santa Claus did it. He's been here, she cried, and in her excitement fairly rolled from her cot over the floor to the chimney. 
With cries of, it's a doll, it's a doll, she clasped to her heart the most beautiful thing she had ever seen. It's my doll, all mine, and it's got eyes and a nose and a mouth and ears and hair and such a beautiful red flannel dress. She kissed it again and again, and no heart ever came so near bursting with joy as the heart of that little girl, way out in the snowed-in mine, with death and starvation all about her. The two miners had come in and were listening to the wonderful story as it fell again from the childish lips. You use them all, interrupted the father, gazing sternly at the man. Yes, said Miner Bob, we use them all. It was wrong, very wrong. We could not help it, replied the other miner. It was the only way to make it, and we'd rather go hungry the rest of our days than have the kid disappointed. The kid oblivious of anything but the blessed joy of possessing a doll, was telling Rover, Father thinks the wind broke the window. I forgot to open it, but you see, Santa Claus knows just what you want, so he brought the doll through the window to save her from getting dirty coming down that chimney. Little did she realize that of all the dolls found that Christmas morning in the stockings of the little ones, all over the United States, not one was made of as precious material as hers. She was clasping to her bosom the only five potatoes in camp. They had been carved into Miss Doll by Miner Bob and dressed in pieces of the only good red flannel shirt that the other man possessed. Forty Christmas days have passed since then and they have all been happy ones. But the peculiar and exquisite satisfaction I experience in pressing to my heart my potato doll has never been exceeded. Thanks again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed that Christmas story and I hope you're enjoying your season with many magical moments also. Please join us again soon. Take care. <laughs>